It's so good to see everybody this morning who has come out, and we have a few minutes this morning to study a portion of God's Word, and I pray that the time that we have this morning will do the story that we are going to go through some justice. We're going to talk about a, a, um, a miracle that Jesus performed in Mark chapter 5, verses 21 through 43, where it is a story about uh, Jesus, a man named Jairus, and his 12-year-old daughter who uh, has passed and who is about to die, and we'll go through that. So we're going to get right into it. Uh, we're going to go through the verses here, beginning in verse 21 of Mark chapter 5. It says there, now when, he, now when Jesus had crossed over again by boat to the other side, a great multitude gathered to him, and he was by the sea. And behold, one of the rulers of the synagogue came, Jairus by name, and when he saw him, he fell at his feet. A couple points I want to make about this verse right here is this man Jairus. He was a ruler of a synagogue, basically a Jewish leader, a very important Jewish leader. And he, a Jewish leader coming to Jesus, um, did this. He fell at Jesus' feet. And that in and of itself is, would have been an amazing scene at that time because the religious rulers, the Jewish leaders, did not think very highly of Jesus during this time. So for him to fall at Jesus' feet was a very, very uh, shocking um, action that he did. Now, in verse 23... It says, And begged him earnestly, saying, My little daughter lies at the point of death. Come and lay your hands on her, that she may be healed, and she will live. So Jesus went with him, and a great multitude followed him and thronged him. And here in verse 23, uh, it's talking about Jairus' daughter. We later find out that she is 12 years old, and it is his only daughter, and that she is dying and I want us to, uh, as we move forward here, try to put ourselves into the, the shoes of Jairus. Understand what he is going to be going, to be going through here in the next few verses um, as these uh, events unfold. Verse 23 says, uh, well, yeah, his little daughter, and, and she's at a point of death. Verse 25, now a certain woman had a flow of blood for 12 years and had suffered many things from many physicians. She had spent all that she had and was no better, but rather grew worse. 12 years, this woman had an issue that she was dealing with. Basically, as long as Jairus' daughter was alive, she had this disease. Verse 27 when she heard about Jesus, she came behind him in the crowd and touched his garment. For she said, If only I may touch his clothes, I shall be made well. Immediately the fountain of her blood was dried up, and she felt in her body that she was healed of the affliction. And Jesus, immediately knowing in himself that the power had gone out from him, gone out of him, turned around in the crowd and said, Who touched my clothes? But his disciples said to him, You see the multitude throng around you, and you say, Who touched me? So understand, um, Jairus, during this time that Jesus takes time to tend to some other woman. 
to, uh, um, you know, as, as Jairus is wanting Jesus to go to his daughter, Jesus decides to take care of somebody else in the meantime when there is a sense of urgency that his daughter is about to die. He wants Jesus to hurry up and to heal his daughter. Verse 32, And he looked around to see her who had done this thing. But the woman, fearing and, tre fearing and trembling, knowing what had happened to her, came and fell down before him and told him the whole truth. And he said to her, Daughter, your faith has made you well. Go in peace and be healed of your affliction. Now, that was an extremely powerful moment for this woman. But it was a painful moment for Jairus. Because Jairus, during this time, is trying to get Jesus to hurry to his daughter. And we notice here in verse 35, While he was speaking, which was Jesus, some came from the ruler of the synagogue's house who said, Your daughter is dead. Why trouble the teacher any further? Those are words that any parent would never want to hear. And there are parents here who have heard those words, and I'm sure some of us know of parents who have gone through that situation, and it is terrible Saddening news. Your daughter is dead. So think about the emotions that going through Jairus' mind at this time and the emotion shown on his face maybe when he heard this news from uh, the people coming from his house. The emotional uh, way his face may have changed and, and what was running through his mind. All hope was lost for his daughter because she had died while he was trying to bring the only one who he thought could heal her to her. And then he looked to Jesus, of course, maybe in our imagination. Jesus tending to some random woman that was just healed. And the crowd then maybe telling him, you know, then telling uh, Jairus, your daughter is dead. Why trouble the teacher? Basically, the, biblically, you know, just saying there, there's no hope. Quit bothering this man named Jesus anymore. Verse 36. As soon as Jesus heard the word that was spoken, he said to the ruler of the synagogue, do not be afraid, only believe. And at this point, Jesus gave Jairus a little bit of hope. A little bit of hope. Verse 37. And he permitted no one to follow him except Peter, James, and John, the brother of James. Now, we are not told how long uh, the journey took between um, when, when they found out that his daughter was dead till they made the, tra the trip to uh, Jairus' house. But we do know that at some point that the, the morning procession and had already begun and was in full swing. We can find here in verse 38, Then he came to the house of the ruler of the synagogue, and saw a tumult, and those who wept and wailed loudly. Now, imagine Jairus again coming to his home and seeing the mourning going on, the wailing, maybe tearing of clothes, maybe he's seeing his wife for the first time since their daughter has passed. 
and the emotions that may be going through Jairus' mind. And this is the scene that Jesus walked into at this guy's house. And look what Jesus says. When Jesus came in, when he came in, he said to them, Why make this commotion and weeping? <laughs> the child is not dead, but sleeping. Now, could you imagine being the family of the one who your daughter has passed, and this guy coming in and said, Why are you guys weeping in all this commotion? What kind, of, what kind of question is that that Jesus would ask? The audacity that Jesus would have to ask that type of question. Well, I can imagine these people saying, because our little girl is dead. And Jairus went to get you, because you were the one who could help him. And you're too late. That is why. And the word sleeping here, we see in other uh, uh, passages throughout the Bible that um, this describes death. In a lot of other passages, but I think specifically in this, in this uh, verse here, Jesus understood death in a way that nobody else did. Jesus understood that it was just temporary. Jesus knew that death, though very real, is not the end. Verse 40, and they ridiculed him, but when he had put them all outside, he took the father and the mother of the child and those who were with him. And entered where the child was lying. So right after the, the, uh, Jesus said this, they ridiculed him. Basically, they made fun of Jesus. They laughed at him, scoffed at him. So picture this again in Jairus' mind. Seeing Jairus maybe seeing his daughter for the first time since he had left her side. And he had told her that he was going to leave for a while and go get somebody who could heal her. But he didn't make it back. He didn't even have the opportunity to say goodbye to his little girl. And in that moment, we see Jesus, in the next verse here, touch the little girl, take her hand. And in that time, when, when you were to touch a dead body, you were considered unclean. So there's another act that Jesus was so bold about. And it says here in verse 41, Then he took the child with, by the hand and said to her, Talitha Kumi, which is translated, little girl, I say to you, arise. Little girl, that word little girl is, is more of like a, a term of endearment. Basically saying, you know, sweetheart or little girl or, or sweetie when we're talking to our kids. And he gives her one command and that is to arise. Immediately the girl arose and walked, for she was 12 years of age, and they were overcome with great amazement. She immediately rose. And parents, they were overcome with amazement. And I'm sure everybody else in that room was overcome with amazement when that girl got up and walked around. And that would be an awesome, awesome end to the story. They are rejoicing. They want to tell everybody that their daughter is healed. And they want everybody to know about it. They want everybody to know about Jesus and how he raised her from the dead. That would be a great end to that story. But it does not end that way. Because look what happens in the next verse here. But he, which is Jesus, commanded them strictly that no one should know about it. And to give her something to eat. So two commands Jesus gave them. The first one, or the, the second one that he gave him, I think we can all understand, give her something to eat. Yeah, this girl's dead and maybe needing some food. 
But the first one, to have them not tell anybody about this, what, why? What, what is the purpose of that? Why couldn't I not tell anybody about that? And that is the answer. The answer to that question is the point I want to make about the lesson. Jesus knew that something else was needed in the world. Something greater than healing people with diseases. And something greater than bringing somebody back from death. And the reality is, of course, that our bodies will eventually die. There's no cure for death, however it may come. And Jesus knew that and he knows it now. And we need something that is greater than a cure of a disease that will keep us from death. Jesus came not only just to heal people of sickness and death and to perform the miracles that he did, which were all great and awesome and were for separate reasons. That is why Jesus told these people to not let anybody know about the miracle because he didn't want the people to think that he came here to heal people of physical diseases. He came here to heal us of the disease of sin, the root of our physical ailments, which uh, entered into this world because of sin. He came to take on sin itself, and he did, and he was victorious and took on all of our sins. And he died on the cross so that we could have the opportunity to be in heaven with he and God one of these days. We thank you for listening to our podcast put on by the Church of Christ at 2215 Plans Road in Bakersfield. If you would like any additional information or you would like to receive a free Bible correspondence course by mail, please email us at info at churchofchristbakersfield.com. Our service times are Sundays at 1030 a.m. and 5 p.m. and Wednesdays at 730 p.m. Please make plans to join us. We would love for you to be our honored guest.